Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. Thank you for being here. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian and a certified intuitive eating counsellor and we are all here to smash the taboo of binge eating. I am going to jump right in with today's episode because I have a lot of content to cover. I'm going to ask you this key question to get you thinking. Where do you binge? Get specific. I want to know down to the most minute detail where your binges take place. You've probably just blurted out, well, in the kitchen, obviously. Yeah, okay, but tell me more. Are you standing up at the counter? Perhaps standing at the fridge, spooning in peanut butter until your housemate gets home, taking care to smooth over the top so they don't notice. Do you have to sit on a particular chair or a corner of your sofa when you binge? Tell me what else is happening in the environment. Do you have to have background noise as you binge? I know from my personal experience with binge eating, I couldn't binge without being also comforted by YouTube vlogs or something trashy on TV. Certainly something mindless, not anything informative or educational or something that required too much brain power. It is well documented that episodes of binging can happen anywhere in a variety of settings. From the office at work, after everyone has gone home, yep, I have been there too, binging on leftovers from my colleague's birthday party earlier that day to the one that we are going to focus on today, binge eating in your car. Where you choose to binge or where you have found yourself binging most often can tell us a lot about your behaviours. It can tell us a lot about the function of the binge itself, of how it is serving you. Binge eating in your car is one of the most commonly reported locations for binge eating. And surprise, surprise, it's not a very well-researched topic. However, I think you'll agree that it should be. There needs to be more research on why people choose to binge eat in their car. It is well known that binge eating serves as a means of escapism, a way of getting out of your head, of indulging in that sweet emotional anesthesia where you can zone out and not feel anything for even just a few minutes while you're binging. These are all regarded as positives of binge eating, which I covered way back in episode six, the many positives of binge eating. So please head back there if you would like to know more about how binge eating can give you some positives. It can be quite a positive entity in your life. As you know from the very definition of binge eating, there is a loss of control while you're eating. It feels like you couldn't stop even if you wanted to. It feels panicked and it feels frantic and it feels like you are possessed by something else, a force that is driving you to eat like this. If you are at home, you'll probably find that there's some element of pacing the room going on. So if you're in the kitchen, you're pacing from the fridge to the cupboard. Maybe you go sit down on the couch for a minute and then you find yourself pacing again. Couch, fridge, cupboard, couch, fridge, cupboard. It's an ongoing pattern that continues and you feel very uneasy when you're doing it. 
What is certain about binge eating is there is that loss of control, the feeling like you couldn't stop even if you wanted to. And of course, binge eating helps us to escape from the reality of day-to-day life. There is that want to escape from your day-to-day life, as well as feeling that loss of control. And we are experiencing this while driving, while we are operating a moving vehicle out on the open road, where we could kill ourselves or other people in a mere split second of unawareness. We need to talk about this. We need awareness to be drawn to this. We need more research on why people choose to binge in their car. On a very individual level, binge eating when driving, it feels like it's our dirty little secret. Because on one hand, we're driving somewhere and that gives us a feeling of purpose. Like, hey, I'm going to my friend's house or I'm going to work. I have my life in order. On the other hand, we know on some level that we may have purposely set off on this trip or taken this route just as an excuse to binge. As I said, there is not much research done on this topic of binging while driving. However, there is one small study of just 40 people with diagnosed eating disorders and the investigators looked at their eating behaviours while driving. Of this small cohort of just 40 people, 75% reported binge eating with a loss of control while driving at some point. 77% reported that they dropped their food while they were binge eating and driving. Unfortunately, they didn't follow up with the question, did they also pick it up, which would add a lot more risk to this behavior. And 57% reported binge eating while parked. So not actively driving, but still in the car. If you are nodding along right now and thinking, oh wow, I do this too, and I never even realized it until you have just mentioned it. If that's you, please don't worry. Being aware of it is the first and very crucial step towards moving away from this behavior. I have you covered. Next up, I have three pieces of advice to help you to stop binge eating while you are driving. First up, I ask you to think about what is your why for binging in your car? Now, I understand you've only just had your awareness brought to the fact that you're doing this. So don't worry if you can't unpack your why right now. It is commonly reported that episodes of binge eating happen when driving either to work or on the way home from work. This might illustrate that you find it challenging to transition from one part of your day to another. For example, binging while in your car helps you to decompress after a hard day at the office or to put your worries and concerns about home life to one side while you prepare for the day ahead. It is also often reported that you will drive around your city at the weekend to binge, or you'll drive to a nearby city where you're less likely to know someone or to be spotted by someone you recognize. Stopping off at drive throughs running into a petrol station to stock up on snacks, even though you didn't actually need petrol at all, 
you may center your entire weekend on driving to all these different locations in your city to enjoy your binge foods. From takeout to takeout, drive through to drive through, ticking off all of your favorite delicious food spots along the way. In the small study that I mentioned earlier, when the study participants were asked why they chose to binge eat while driving, the most commonly cited reason was privacy. And the second most common reason was to relieve stress. Both of these make a lot of sense. I can see you nodding along with me that this is really resonating with you. Certainly, if you are inundated with life demands and you constantly have other people at you, whether that's colleagues or children or teammates on a project that you're doing at college, people are always taking from you, wanting something from you. Clear to see why getting into your car is an escape from all of that. No one can walk in on you while you are eating and driving. You can't even check your phone or your email. You get to be alone and at peace with just you and your food. I hope that you can have some self-compassion right now. Get to know your why for binging in your car. This is not an excuse to judge yourself for your behavior. Think about how binging in your car is serving you. What need is it fulfilling? Get to know your why. My second piece of advice for you is make a commitment to stop eating in your car and use your safety as an excuse. I have to reiterate here, I am not saying that you should make a commitment to stop binge eating full stop. Come on, as if it was that easy. I'm asking you to consider choosing to show yourself and fellow road users the respect you deserve by choosing to drive undistracted. I'm sure that you've had a similar conversation with yourself about using your phone while driving. You sent a sneaky text one time or you checked your Instagram account and you swore that you would never do it again because you know how dangerous it is. But now, if you're honest with yourself, it's a pretty regular habit. Don't worry, we are all guilty of it at some point. Have a similar conversation with yourself about eating while driving. Say to yourself out loud, For my safety and the safety of those around me, I am choosing to not eat while I drive. The reason why I ask you to make this commitment is twofold. Firstly, the obvious one, it will result in you being a safer, less distracted driver, and that can only be a good thing. But secondly, and this is the more nuanced one, Binge eating is enveloped in the emotion of shame and self-disgust. You feel like you're a bad person for binging. You feel like you are subhuman. You feel like an animal. If anyone could see you engaged in that act, they would be truly horrified, or so you think. When you binge eat, you feel like you don't deserve nice things. You don't deserve to look nice. You don't deserve to feel nice. You don't deserve anything. 
Choosing to not eat while you are driving is a subtle way of showing yourself that you are deserving. You are worthy of respect. You are worthy of being as safe as possible when you are out on the roads. When I'm in clinic, I often ask my clients the question, what is the one thing that you did to promote your health today? And they'll often say, nothing. And the black and white thinking is at play. I went to work and then I sat on my couch eating Doritos and watching trash TV all evening. Well, did you choose to not eat while you were driving home? Well done. That is a health-promoting behavior. You have done something to keep you safe today, to keep your body, your home, safe. If you don't think it's realistic to stop eating completely in your car, no problem. Can you choose to stop eating while you're in the act of driving though? Thirdly, reinvent your story about driving. You have this link now between driving and eating. Binge eating while driving is serving you in some way, otherwise you wouldn't do it. With my first piece of advice, you have likely gotten to know your habits a little bit better and you can see a couple of ways of how binging in your car adds to your day. If you binge eat in your car because you have privacy, great, well done for recognizing that. The beauty of this is you still get to enjoy the privacy that driving alone brings, but without food automatically having to be a part of that. If you binge eat for stress relief, great, well done for recognizing that. How else could you utilize driving to help you to relieve stress? Maybe choose to turn off the news on the radio and listen to some classical or meditative music instead. Practice mindful breathing while you drive. Perhaps instead of going to drive-thrus, you could hop out of your car for two minutes and just be. Take a second to look up at the sky and just be. Of course, don't do any of this on an empty stomach. If there is a physiological hunger there, you do have to eat. And remember, I am not asking you to stop binge eating, to make a commitment to never binge again. It is not that easy. But by taking the step to reduce or stop binging in your car, you are taking a small step towards binge eating recovery. So well done for that. Just to go through those three pieces of advice again, the first one is to find your why. Find how binge eating in your car is serving you. Second up is to make the decision, the conscious commitment to not eat or not binge while driving again. And use your safety as an excuse. There is no better reason. Thirdly, reinvent your story about driving. Now you have the link that driving equals binge eating. When you find out what your why is for binging in the car, you can see if you can meet that need in some other way without needing food, without needing to binge. Thank you for joining me for this episode. Remember, don't take any healthcare advice from a podcast. Do always seek out individualized support from your healthcare professional. They know you best. Okay, 
I will see you in the next episode. But until then, please take care of yourself.